This audio sermon is brought to you by the House of Intercessory Prayer Ministries. For more information, please visit www.hipm.org. We have been doing a series by name, Nothing But Prayer. And we have been discussing what prayer can offer to us, what prayer can do to us. You know, first week we saw prayer can open the doors of heaven. And if you remember, second week we talked about prayer shuts hell. Prayer shuts the doors of hell. And the third week we understood how prayer changes things around us. Now when we pray, we see Things are changing in our lives and things around us are changing. And last week we realized, any idea what did we hear last week? Prayer releases God's power. Prayer releases God's power. So I thank God at least one of us were here last week worshipping here. No, many of us were here. (laughs) Prayer releases God's power. Prayer releases God's power. You know, we understood that the power of prayer is equivalent to the power released when dynamite explodes. And we quote, you know, one example from the scripture when Jesus was rising from the dead. The stone that was kept at the entrance of the tomb was moved, was moved. You know, God's power, you know, at times we tend to limit God's power, but God's power is unlimited. The power of God, when children of God prayed, word of God says in in the book of Acts, when they gathered in the upper room and then they prayed together, the place shook, the place shook. You know, God's power is unlimited. We also talked about... Elijah, when he prayed over the son of the widow, life came back. He was, he, he was dead and life came back. You know, people around us looking are looking for two things. We, we read that from the word of God. They are looking for wisdom and they are also looking for power. You know, one group of people are like Jews, another group of people are like Greek, that's what the word of God says. One group is seeking after wisdom, the other group is seeking after power of God. And Christ being the wisdom and the power of God, today when we pray, we see the power of God in action in our lives. And today we are going to see yet another result of prayer as we continue to dwell in the series, Nothing But Prayer. Prayer reveals God's plan. Prayer reveals God's plan. You know, in the Old Testament, God revealed his plan to his children in many instances. God spoke to men and women and he said, this is what I am going to do. You know, when they were praying for great things in the nation, God revealed so many things to the men and women of God. For example, God revealed Noah the destruction that is about to come upon the land. God revealed Abraham the blessings that his descendants are going to experience in the future. God revealed Moses concerning the sufferings God's children were going through in Egypt. 
God revealed Samuel, the one who is going to rule the nation, and he pointed out and said that this is the man that you need to anoint. You know, God revealed Elijah, who is going to become his successor in the prophetical ministry that he was called in. And we can just go on and on. You know, God revealed so many things to his children. And even today, when we pray, prayer reveals God's plan for us today. You know, I'm sure every one of us would like to know what God thinks about me. What God has in store for me. What God wants me to do in my life or in my career as I live on this earth. You know, every one of us want to know what God wants to do in my life. And I am sure, word of God says, you know, God reveals us so many things as we pray, as we wait upon the Lord. You know, God's plan may be concerning an individual, when you think about individually our own life. When we worry about in our own life, Lord, where I want to settle, what need to happen in my life, should I do this or not? You know, there are so many decisions we need to take in our lives as we move further. And word of God says, prayer reveals God's secrets. Prayer reveals God's plan to us. Sometimes God's plan may be concerning our family. It may not be just an individual alone. It may be our family. And you know, when we think about our family together, all that God is telling us is to pray together. Pray as a family and find out what God wants you to do. And what God wants you to become. What God wants you to you know, go towards. And it may be sometime concerning the church. You know, when we think about something that is about to happen in our church. And uh, you know, want to find out what way God wants us to move further. God is asking us to pray. Because prayer reveals God's plan to us. You know, God has a plan and purpose in every one of our lives. You know, sometimes we don't really believe it, but then we need to believe it. Because the word of God says so very clearly. Because God says, I have found you, I have seen you, even before you were formed in the womb of your mother. That means, word of God, when it says that I have seen you, I have found you, that means God has a plan. It's not just God found us even before we were conceived, but then one God, once we were found in the sight of God, God has a plan. God has a plan in our lives. And as human, you and me struggle today to find out what is God's plan concerning me. Because he is God Almighty. He has something in mind. He, has, he is working in my life with such a great plan. But then as human, at times we find it, we struggle to find it out. Lord, what do you want me to do? What do you want me to do? I don't really have any clue about it. What do you want me to do? But today, the word for us is pray. Pray. Because prayer reveals God's plan in our lives you know sometimes we ask questions the common questions we ask concerning the will of God we call it as will of God the plan of God it is according to him is a plan of God but for us it is a will of God it is a desire of God it is his wish that we believe we desire to happen in my life in our lives we may ask question is it really God's will that I came to Canada or the wind was blowing in that direction. Probably, you know, it brought me over here. Or, you know, like Jonah, the whale was swimming in that direction of Nineveh. And it went, you know, to the shore of Nineveh and vomited Noah, uh, Jonah there. 
You know, we can have the questions in our mind. Is it really God's will? Is it really God's will that I am married to that particular man or woman? We have questions like, I continue to be in the same job. Is it really God's will that you know I need to remain in the same job? Or probably it's a time to switch job. Some of us may think even, you know, we came to this university to study. I'm really not sure. Is it really will of God? I made or I messed it up. I made some mistake. Right? Thank God we are not, right? We believe it's God's will. <laughs> so sometimes even, you know, we, when we make moves in our lives, we change into locations, we make move from one place to another place. At times, you know, we, we look at something which is attractive and then we, just, we take a decision to move and then later on sometimes we regret, oh, probably I, I, I should not have done this. I would not have, I should not have moved to this location. You know, everywhere, as children of God, God wants us to seek after will. Because you know what the secret is? The best is God's will. For a child of God, the best thing that we can experience on this world is God's will in our lives. You know, God's plan concerning our individual lives, concerning our family, concerning our church, is or it appears like a secret at times but God is asking us all that you need to pray you need to do is ask me you ask me you keep asking me until you know what is my plan concerning you and today morning as the word of God comes towards us God is telling us pray because prayer reveals God's plan so today morning I just want to impress this fact of prayer revealing God's plan with the help of a particular scripture portion. God used this man in a mighty way to bring fire from heaven to consume the sacrifices and also to destroy all the prophets of Baal. We read that in 1 Kings chapter 17, 18-19 and once this instant, instance took place in the life of Elijah the prophet in chapter 18 we see in verse 38 then the fire of the Lord 1st Kings 18:38. then the fire of the Lord fell and consumed the burnt sacrifice and the wood and the stones and the dust and it licked up the water that was in the trench and verse 39 1st Kings 19 sorry chapter 18 verse 39 now when all the people saw it they fell on their faces and they said the Lord he is God the Lord he is God you know such a mighty man of God such a miraculous release of the power of God was seen as he was praying as he was calling upon the name of the Lord and fire fell down from heaven and verse 40 says and Elijah said to them seize the prophets of Baal do not let one of them escape so they seized them and Elijah brought them down to the brook Kishon and executed them there Elijah killed all the prophets of Baal on that day now the entire story changes now when we move to chapter 19 Jezebel the wife of King Ahab she was informed that Elijah did such thing to the prophets of Baal and now Jezebel she started threatening Elijah we read that in chapter 19 and Ahab told Jezebel all that Elijah had done 
also how he had executed all the prophets of prophets with the sword verse 2 says then Jezebel sent a messenger to Elijah saying so let the gods do to me and more also if I do not make your life as the life of one of them by tomorrow about this time it was a threat you know by Jezebel in the life of Elijah and if you continue to read chapter 19 most of us know the story you know the word of God says Elijah was on the run as he was afraid of Jezebel you know such a mighty man of God who brought even fire from heaven now when she he was threatened by Jezebel he is on the run and you know if you continue to read that scripture word of God says he was getting into the wilderness and he was hiding himself in the wilderness and in verse 3 we can read and when he saw that he arose and ran for his life and went to Beersheba which belongs to Judah and left his servant there and verse 4 but he himself went a day's journey into the wilderness he just wanted to hide himself somewhere so he went to the wilderness and the, and uh, came and sat down under a broom tree so he came Elijah came and he sat down under a broom tree and he prayed of course he prayed there and he prayed that he might die and said it is enough now Lord take my life for I am no better than my father's word of God says he prayed but then you know we, we don't find that prayer fitting there we, we, we sometimes we feel that it was a it's the prayer it is not really appropriate but you know what did he did he just prayed even at that moment he was asking God for some kind of help some kind of help so Elijah when he came to know that Jezebel is trying to kill him kill him he was hiding himself and in verse 4 says he was kind of filled with self-pity Elijah was kind of filled with self-pity he feels that I'm no better than my father's I'm no better than my father's Lord just take my life why should I live on this earth he filled with self-pity and you know what he did verse 5 then as he lay and slept under the broom tree suddenly an angel touched him and said to him arise and eat you know what the word of God says here he was a man of God but even at that moment he was just running out running for his life and he was in the wilderness hiding himself and he was filled with self-pity and he, probably he had many sleepless nights and now he was just asleep he was just sleeping under the you know uh, under the broom tree Elijah was in a critical situation I don't know some of us may be in a, such a situation at some point of time in our lives too without knowing what to do Lord all that we sometimes we pray Lord what is the point in living on this earth I'm just like you know useless I'm not being you know useful to someone I'm not be able to help someone in all that I'm going through in this life is this Lord we may we tend to pray in such a prayer at times in our lives even though the prayer doesn't really sound appropriate you know but God heard this prayer he didn't God didn't answer to this prayer in the way Elijah wanted but then God started answering to this prayer in the way God wanted and he sent an angel to feed him and word of God says if you continue to read verse 6 then he looked and there by his head was a cake baked on coals and a jar of water so he ate and drank and lay down again you know 
sometimes we, we also feel like doing that, right? So we get up in the morning and then we eat breakfast and again we fell asleep. Elijah was probably in that mode. He just again fell asleep. And verse 7, verse, uh, verse 7 says, And the angel of the Lord came back the second time and touched him and said, Arise and eat, because the journey is too great for you. Don't think that it's I'm done with you. I'm not done with you yet. I'm just beginning. It's just the beginning is what you're seeing. I'm not done with you yet. There are miles after miles you need to run for me. Verse 8, So he arose and ate and drank, and he went in the strength of that food forty days and forty nights. As for us, Horeb, the mountain of God you know he we, we, we know that he ate that food that was given by angel and the angel he slept again and the angel came and woke him up again and told him that you need to run miles after miles for me and the word of God says in verse 8 he took that food and he drank and he went in his strength of that food for how many days? 40 days 40 days that shows that tells me he wasn't he was he wasn't fasting he was fasting for 40 days all that food he took is that just the food he took the angel gave that food and he took that food and he went for 40 days with that strength he prayed and now we realize he's fasting and he reached the Mount Horeb and the Mount Horeb is the mount do you realize recognize that Mount Horeb is it familiar that's the mount where God showed himself to Moses. Moses saw the burning bush in Mount Horeb. And you know God revealed so many things to Moses. He said, look at my people, they are oppressed in Egypt. God was showing his plan in Mount Horeb. Now Elijah, a man of God, he was so desperate and he was so discouraged and he was dull. And now he was brought up to this place of Mount Horeb, the mountain of God. I want you to notice few things here. The first meal given to Elijah was to rescue him from dying. He was fed by that angel. And that food could make him alive for 40 days, you know, without any other food. Elijah prayed to God first. And secondly, Elijah, he was fasting. He fasted for 40 days as he survived with that food that was given by angel. I want you to give attention to the combination of prayer and fasting over here. Even at this situation in the life of Elijah. He would have never realized that this prayer and fasting is going to prepare him to receive greater revelation from God. Elijah would have never realized that God is going to show him what he is going to do in the nation. A man of God, he wanted to die and he wanted to end his life at that moment. But now God is preparing him. God is making him to pray, making him to fast so that God can show him the plan that he is having for the nation. You know, when we are at this situation in our lives, when we are desperate in our lives, you know, at times God makes us to pray and when we pray when we fast God will show us our future God will show us what is going to happen in our lives I just want you to I want us to read go through it continuously uh, from verse 19 to 14 listen to me what ha what's going to happen to Elijah now and there he went into a cave first Kings 19 verse 9 
where he went into a cave he was in the wilderness he was under the you know the broom tree now he went into the cave and spent the night in that place of course he 40 days and nights he walked towards Mount Horeb and he reached Mount Horeb and there he went into the cave and he was spending the whole night in the cave and behold the word of the Lord came to him and he said to him what are you doing here Elijah the word of God came to Elijah and God said God spoke to him and asked him what are you doing here verse 10 so he said I have been very zealous for the Lord God of hosts for the children of Israel have forsaken your covenant torn down your altars and killed your prophets with the sword I alone am left and they seek to take my life too verse 11 then he said go out and stand on the mountain before the Lord God said just go out don't sit in the cave go out and stand in the mountain on before the Lord and behold the Lord passed by and a great and strong wind tore into the mountains and broke the rocks in pieces before the Lord but the Lord was not there in the wind and after the wind an earthquake but the Lord was not in the earthquake and after the earthquake a fire but the Lord was not in the fire and after the fire a still small voice was 13 so it was when Elijah heard it that he wrapped his face in his mantle and went out and stood in the entrance of the cave suddenly a voice came to him again and said what are you doing here Elijah the same voice with the same tone what are you doing here Elijah and verse 14 again Elijah repeats and he said I have been very zealous for the Lord God of hosts because the children of Israel have forsaken your covenant torn down your altars and killed your prophets with the sword I alone am left and they seek to take my life he would have never realized that God is, will follow him very closely the manner the way God is following him he would have never realized and God, in verse 9 we read God's word came to Elijah what are you doing Elijah you know Elijah in verse 9 says he went into the cave and he spent the night in that place I could imagine what he would have done in that cave in the night I'm sure he would have prayed I'm sure he would have prayed because he prayed when he was sitting under the broom tree and he was fasting for last 30 days 40 days and he reached Mount Horeb and he went into the cave I'm sure the Spirit of God would have followed him even into the cave and he was praying there too and verse 9 as we read he was fasting for 40 days and he was praying and in verse 11 again the word of God came and God told him go to go out and stand in the mountain before the Lord God asked him to go out and stand in the mountain before the Lord mountain experience is nothing but spending time with the Lord can you imagine when Moses spent his life 40 days and night in Mount Sinai what he was doing he was praying face to face with God when Jesus was there on Mount Transfiguration what he was doing he was dealing with God he was talking to God and he was also talking with other prophets you know mountain experience tells us it is a time alone with our Creator to see God's glory and to listen God's voice the same way Moses experienced as he was called to go to the mountain top of Mount Sinai he was doing nothing but prayer he was praying there 
Now, Elijah was asked to go to the mountain top and to pray. You know, a child of God, I just put these words together yesterday. A child of God, even though he or she is discouraged, depressed, and downtrodden, if still found fasting and praying, God constantly follows with him and reveals his plan and sets him on track again to run for another mile. You know, we know this from the life of Elijah, the prophet, as we read this word of God, chapter 19. A child of God, even though he or she is discouraged, depressed and downtrodden, if still found fasting and praying, God constantly follows with him and reveals his plan and sets him on track again to run for another mile. We know this from the life of Elijah. You know, we see God's encouragement coming on his way. God is encouraging him. And the Lord is following him up now. You know, God is inquiring about Elijah here. God sent an angel to Elijah as he was sleeping under the broom tree. And God sent an angel again for the second time to wake him up and remind him the journey is too long, too far that he has to go. And God's voice again came to him in the cave and asked him, What are you doing here, Elijah? You know, now God is asking him again to go and stand in the mountain. God is again asking him to go and stand in the mountain. Again, God's voice came to him at the entrance of the cave. You know, see, we see all this happening here. God is just following with him very carefully. You now, when as children of God, when we are troubled, you know, when we are, you know, struggling through all these things in our lives, God's voice follows us very carefully. God is following us very carefully. And God is helping us. And God is strengthening us. And giving, He is giving us grace as we need to go further in our lives. We are talking about prayer. Revealing God's plan in our lives. Prayer revealing God's plan in our lives. You know God revealed himself to Elijah through the still voice. The still same voice that Elijah could hear. And God is telling him, what are you doing here, Elijah? And he is telling him, go and stand on the mountain top that I may deal with you. I may reveal you great things. I may reveal you my plans concerning the nation. And now he is going to reveal his plans concerning God's kingdom. You know, the cave experience that Elijah had, praying overnight when waiting upon the Lord, the mountain experience that Elijah had in his life, praying to God and seeking after his face and dwelling and delighting in the glory of God, it all helped him to pray to God. And as he was praying, now God is ready to reveal his plan. Let's read further from 1 Kings chapter 19, verses 15 to 18. Then the Lord said to him, Go, return on your way to the wilderness of Damascus. And when you arrive, anoint Hazael as king over Syria. Also you shall anoint Jehu the son of Nimshi as king over Israel. 
And Elisha, the son of Shaphat, of Abel Meholah, you shall anoint as prophet in your place. You know, that is the plan of God. That was the plan of God. And God had to bring one someone who is totally desperate, desperately discouraged, completely you know, fed up with his life. And God had to work in his life and make him to pray, get into the cave and made him to pray and made him to fast for 40 days because God wanted to reveal his plan concerning the nation. We are talking about God's plan. God, prayer revealing God's plan to us and now God is ready to reveal his plan and what was the plan of God God is asking him to go to the wilderness of Damascus and God is asking him to anoint a king over Syria King Hazael over Syria how anyone could know that Hazael is going to become the king unless God reveals that to someone on this earth you know that's where God is using Elijah for in your life and in my life if we are not praying if we are not waiting upon the Lord there is no way we will know the plan of God in our lives the same way how anyone on this earth will know that Jehu need to be anointed as a king over Israel no one would have had any clue about who is going to become the next king in Israel unless someone crying out to God unless someone is waiting on on this earth upon the Lord someone is praying God cannot reveal his plan to someone you know these are some specific instances in the history of Israel that you know Jehu has to be anointed as a king over Israel and uh, and Hazael need to be anointed over, uh, as a king over Syria and how anyone else will know who will be the successor of Elijah the prophet you know Elijah the prophet had many servants there were many prophets and prophetess they were following Elijah the prophet and how anyone will know that Elisha need to be anointed as a successor to carry out the prophetical ministry that started by Elijah how anyone will know even how even Elijah will know about it unless he prayed Elijah prayed and God revealed the plan, plan his plans concerning the nation you know God is concerned about our future there is no doubt about it God is concerned about our future today you know sometimes we feel that you know we have taken some of our own decisions and we messed up our lives it doesn't matter God is not worrying about our past what we have gone through but God is concerned about our future our future you know that is that is scriptural that's the word of God God always works before ahead of us God always try to do things ahead of us God really doesn't rework in our life God doesn't really you know try to repair those things but God gives a fresh anointing God gives a fresh manna he revives us he quickens us so that he will take us into the future you know at times you know we are worried about so constrained and so restricted by the things that has happened in our life but today morning God is telling you and me don't worry about it I have a plan for your future not to put you down but you prosper you not to harm you but to prosper you you know that is the plan of God and now God is showing his plan concerning the kingdom of Israel as we read in verse 17 it shall be that whoever escapes the sword of Hazael Jehu will kill and whoever escapes the sword of Jehu Elijah will kill that was the plan of God you know God wanted to clean up 
his children god wanted to purify the children of god you know what god has to do god had to do destroy all the ungodly things from the nation that includes people even god had to kill and destroy them and god wanted to use these mighty men these kings and the prophet of god that's what the word of god says as god decided to clean up the nation as god decided to destroy the wicked things in this nation he wanted to use do it through hezael and whoever escapes the sword of hezael who is going to kill jehu is going to kill and whoever escapes the sword of jehu elisha is going to kill you know unless they are appointed in that position how can god execute his plan on this earth you know god decided to do it because there was one man who was praying and fasting for god to reveal his plan to him in his life god told elijah the days are coming that i am going to use hezael and jehu and elisha to destroy the wickedness of this nation god revealed his plan to someone who were who was fasting and praying god revealed his plan someone who takes time to you know wait upon the lord shut himself in the cave and wait upon the lord god revealed his plan to someone who was ready to go to the mountain top and to behold his glory you know this mountain top experience and this cave experience are essential in our lives you know there are times in our lives we need to shut ourselves from the rest and wait upon the lord until we know what god wants us to do in what way god wants us to move prayer reveals god's plan in our lives and today we need to know god's plans for our family for our church for our ministry for the time we are in only prayer can reveal god's plan to us only prayer can reveal god's plan to us nothing but prayer can tell us what god going to what god is going to do in our lives and in our church in the coming days and god is seeking for an elijah who can fast and pray by shutting himself in a cave and standing on the mountain top realizing god's plan as we close today i want to summarize saying that prayer not only opens the doors of heaven prayer not only closes the doors of hell prayer not only changes things around us prayer not only releases the power of god prayer also reveals god's plan to us hope you are blessed by this teaching please write to pastor balan swaminathan at balan@hipm.org at God bless you.